I'm trying out creating solo episodes outdoors talking about books. This episode is about Chase Jarvis's book, Making Ideas Happen. Okay, uh, trying to talk over this helicopter. <laughs> I switched over to my microphone, thinking this would be a better way to record, and I was going to try to record outdoors, do an episode outdoors, and then this helicopter started flying over. Um, anyway, okay, so it's, it's gone now. I do have the portable mic. This is my experiment. I'm currently in Central Park walking. There's snow on the ground. There's a squirrel. That's my audience right now. I have been wondering if I could do episodes, solo episodes, shorter episodes, because without walking. Okay. Uh, trying to talk over this helicopter. <laughs> I switched over to my microphone, thinking this would be a better way to record and I was going to try to record outdoors, do an episode outdoors, and then this helicopter started flying over. Um, anyway, okay, so it's, it's gone now. I do have the portable mic. Watch, listen, and eventually figuring out which order those letters should go. I have been... I, I took a, about like a one-hour walk this morning. I was listening to Scott Belsky's book, Making Ideas Happen. It is about creativity, the creative process, but it's it's really actionable for uh, it, it kind of like if you've read Getting Things Done, uh, products, it, 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 so Getting Things Done is a productivity system uh, for managing like everything in your life, uh, particularly like, of course, like business projects. Uh, making ideas happen is really actionable. I didn't expect that. I thought I've read a few, you know, different creativity books and a lot of them are about just like um what what is creativity, that kind of thing. Uh but Scott Belsky has I think his background I, I think he worked at Goldman Sachs, uh but he is known for uh being the founder of Behance, which was a or which is a site for sharing creative work, your creative process and ha sharing a portfolio of design work is um I think that was pretty much like the core of it. And he talks about that in his other book, his more recent book, uh, The Messy Middle, which is more business focused on how to, uh, yeah, navigate the middle of a business, which is to say like not kicking it off and not um, the end of it, which he, and he's experienced all of it because Behance was sold to Adobe. In any case, yeah, this book, I've been trying this Memory Palace thing, which, uh, let's see how it goes. So the idea of the Memory Palace is that you take a room that you're familiar with, like your childhood home or something, and then you fill it with these images uh, that will help you remember a different thing, whatever you want to memorize, uh, and then you can walk through it and remember those things. So some of the topics that came to mind... Uh, so I picture my room in San Diego or my apartment in San Diego, which was, I think, big enough to put a bunch of different things in. Um, so immediately to the right is the laundry room. I pictured three Mickey Mouse characters, Mickey Mice. Uh, it, and that's supposed to represent Walt Disney. Uh, Scott Belsky talks about the three rooms. It's, it's another writer that also wrote about this. Um, 
but the three rooms for making films, they would have the first room, which is just wild ideas, idea generation. Um, this is kind of like the yes and. There's no scrutinizing things here. Uh, and then the second room is for organizing uh, those ideas, combining the ideas, and then storyboarding, putting putting it together. And then the third room is uh, where the critics' hats come out. And you aren't criticizing other people. These ideas have been combined, and they, there's no sole owner of these ideas. So um, this is how to vet those ideas and move things forward. Uh, so that's why I pictured these three uh, Mickey Mouse characters in the laundry room. And next up, a few other rooms. Second part of this memory palace is the kitchen where I pictured a waterfall coming out of the faucet. Scott Belsky talks about how it's important to keep things moving. That's what being organized helps you do, uh, organizing creative projects. You can argue for, uh, you know, that like romantic image of like a, an, art, an artist in his crazy room or uh, just like, you know, like, you know how a wizard has like, 70 books just strewn about in the room that that kind of thing uh but and the second part of this memory palace is the kitchen where i pictured a waterfall coming out of the faucet scott belsky talks about how it's important to keep things moving and i definitely like that idea that that, that uh really resonates and um it's pretty aligned with like getting things done. You want to capture everything and then have a process for where to put those things and which things to actually keep in the first place so that you can focus when you're supposed to be working and focus on the right things. The final part of this memory palace, I walk into the bedroom, I see a downed power line on the bed. Uh, bed's not on fire or anything, it's just, uh, you know, the power line. Um, and this represents Scott Belsky. I think he calls it the energy line. In this case, you consider all of your projects and the tasks within those. So first, probably start with the projects. Um, and where do those fall on the energy line? And what this means is like, you're going to have some, I'll just make the, uh, this assumption that you have fewer distractions first thing in the morning. So what do you want to work on then? And then on the other end of that spectrum, there is, uh, let's say you eat a giant bowl of spaghetti for lunch and you have the typical afternoon slog. What will you work on then? Uh, and you can't, like, yeah, just picturing those two energy levels, um, it, it becomes pretty clear that there's better times to do certain things. So with the energy line, you map these things out and figure out, like, <laughs> what projects and what tasks in those projects you want to be working on at different parts of the day, different times of the day. Uh, this reminds me of a couple books. So one of them is When by Daniel Pink. In this, he talks about uh, pretty much this idea that there's a lot of different times of the day for doing different things. And of course, it varies from person to person. You do have night owls and things like that. And... Um, yeah, I, th I thought that was really good for just, like, understanding the different kinds of energy 
that you'll have throughout the day or the different kinds of things that you should be focusing on at different times of the day, when it's best to make certain types of decisions, when it's best to work out, uh, that kind of, depending on what your goals are from working out. Um, And then the second, the other book that I was thinking of is Designing Your Life. This is by, I think it's a couple of D-School professors. Link in the show notes if I actually post this. Uh, in that book, there's a thing called the Good Time Journal. That book, Designing Your Life, it's, it's good for, I would say, like, if you're considering, like, career switching or trying to figure out, like, a different role at your current job, then this will help you vet your different ideas and figure out, like, what, and actually try them, like, prototype them in some way so that you can try it out and see how much you actually like doing that kind of work. Um, and like that kind of lifestyle that you and figuring out like what kind of lifestyle you want and how um, your career will fit into that. But in that book, uh, one activity is called the good time journal. You write all your activities, all the activities that you do in a day or a week, then you rank them, you rate them based on energy and engagement. And what you want to do is fill your life with things that energize you and things that are engaging, hopefully a combination of those. Anyway, that's that. This is my morning walks series. I am hopefully, hopefully the construction noise isn't too loud. Oh yeah, so I've been taking a walk in the morning and I'm bringing this Shure microphone. It just attaches to my phone. I, I'm going to try to talk about what I listen to. So when I walk, I'm usually listening to a podcast or an audiobook. Lately, it's been an audiobook. I talked about this yesterday, and I listened to it again today. It's Making Ideas Happen by Scott Belsky. He is the founder of Behance. I think I'm going to put this right after I just talked about it, so maybe I don't have to do the introduction again. He... Oh, yeah, and I was working on my memory palace, so I'm just going to review it really quickly. Um walking through my old apartment in San Diego. I'll just go through the ones I just talked about. Uh, So to the right, there's three Mickey Mouse characters. And that represents the three rooms that Walt Disney uses uh, to to work through ideas or put put ideas through a process. Then next was the kitchen with the waterfall. That's to keep uh, your creativity going, keeping things moving. And that helps in making ideas move forward to actually be finished and executed. Then in the room was the power line, uh, energy line. That's what I was thinking of when, to remember that idea of like all your activities can have a certain amount of energy that they take. Um, And then I'm going to add two more rooms. So in the bathroom, I've got, I'm picturing it's just piled with these miniature trophies, just full of miniature trophies. Uh, what this represents is the idea that you need to reward yourself a little bit. Uh, if, if you have a team, then it can't just be like the only reward is launching a year later or um, a once-a-year thing. You have to have small small wins to celebrate. And I think he does mention this in his more recent book, The Messy Middle, just how important it was to be able to celebrate small victories along the way because... It took, I I think it's something like over five years, like seven years, maybe 12 years or something like that from when he started Behance to when it was sold to Adobe. So you you can imagine that if if the only thing to celebrate was selling to Adobe, then that probably wouldn't be good. 
that's that's hard to motivate or that doesn't create a lot of motivation through the journey and then yeah so just thinking about that like you know if you have something yeah just practice celebrating small things this is something that i have been sort of focusing on uh this year really shifting to focusing on like what i can do every day like daily habits i think are really good so that's why i have i've been working on kettlebells doing kettle uh pavel's simple and sinister program it is 10 swings or 100 swings every day and 10 get-ups every day takes like 20 minutes uh and doing that workout it's like a moderate workout every day over time and taking breaks like taking a one day one day off a week or just whenever you need the break or taking a light day is okay uh but over time that daily consistency just really adds up uh the analogy or like the way he explains it is that um i I think he, he talks about like loggers uh loggers get strong i think it's the same thing with like you know farmer strength that they at a certain point they're not lifting larger and larger bales of hay and a bit i'm guessing a bale of hay is pretty pretty heavy but at a certain point they don't continue increasing the weight on it uh they reach the max and then just over the daily consistency will build up the strength and the last room is i pictured a room full of oh this is a this is kind of a stretch it's it's raining app icons so that was supposed to be app precip- precipitation uh, <laughs> terrible but it's supposed to be uh, appreciation uh, appreciations that's what the the technique was called and it was instead of I forget exactly what it was but uh, just giving feedback for creative feedback focusing on strengths what you appreciate about something instead of weaknesses I'm recording indoors now I am at home back from this walk I finished up making ideas happen one last room so this would be the living room I'm picturing it very dim Something Scott Belsky talks about is Anne Lamott's book, Bird by Bird. One of the great books on creativity and just also daily consistency. Bird by Bird, so that is, she tells a story about, I think it's her little brother that is trying to write a report. It's supposed to be about birds, and he is has procrastinated, I think, and needs to finish it for the weekend. And he asks his dad how to do it, and the response is, take it bird by bird. Whatever big thing you're working on, there, there's plenty of other phrases of this like that I can't think of, but, you know, eat the giant sausage one slice at a time. I've butchered that. Uh, how do you move a mountain? Like, is it like pebble by pebble? Things like that. Anyway, uh, he mentions something that she talks about. And then this is another person's quote. It's something like, so I shouldn't say quote, but I'm just, I'm just going to paraphrase it, that you, when you drive at night, all you have is are your headlights. This is why I picture a dim room. All you have are your headlights and you can only see uh, some amount of feet in front of you, but you're still able to make hours long journeys because you're able, if you can see clearly in front of you, then uh, over time, if you pay attention to that and take care of that, then you'll be able to make the long journey. Then the book closes with a lot of uh, it talks about love and loving your work and how you can... Oh, I had this other image also. So going to a third bedroom, picturing a heart that is 
made of, you know, those bundles of hundred dollar bills. Um, so that would be on the bed. And what this represents is, uh, Scott Belsky, Belsky talks about how to continue to love your work, how to continue to love your craft, even after it becomes work. There is a saying that's something like, how, like, how do you stop loving what you do? The answer is to get paid for it. Uh, where, yeah, turning something that you love into work, uh, makes it a lot of times closer to it more resembles work than the thing that you love um and there's a lot of examples of this anyway and i think that is like a theme throughout the book and i do really like this book uh so go check it out making ideas happen i am kind of enjoying this uh daily recording so i'm gonna try it and see what comes of it uh just recording five minutes at a time then putting it together we'll see how it goes thanks for listening